the hits are on every day on Power 109 Radio. Every time, every time. Power 109 Radio, today's hottest music. It's your boy, DJ Doughboy. We in the mix and we live right now. We live interviewing Matt B. What's happening, Matt? Man, I'm just blessed to be here, man. Thank you for sharing your platform with you. I really appreciate it. Thank man. you for sharing your platform with me. Absolutely, absolutely. So I met this man, Matt. Uh, we have a, a DJ call on Tuesdays, the Southwest Alliance. And uh, Matt B was on there and he came with some dope R&B tracks, man. And, and me being the R&B guy over here at Power 109 Radio, I had to get him in the building for an interview. So we, we got him live right now. This is Matt B. So Matt, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm from the south side of Chicago, born and raised. I've been doing my music thing for a little while now. Um, I had two number one albums in Japan for R&B on iTunes, which is just crazy. It just goes to show how the international market, how they can support you, even if they're not doing it here in the States. From there, I branched back here to the U.S. I ended up getting picked up by a major label being Priority Records, which is a subsidiary of Capitol Records. Um, did my thing with them for a little while. Now I'm independent again. And uh, just released my debut U.S. album. The name of the album is called Eden. So definitely go get that because it's out right now. Uh, definitely had some traction out in China. Found out just recently that I had over 158 million streams on one record, which is just crazy. So I'm just waiting for the country to open back up so I can just start doing my thing again. You feel me? Hey, man, that's that's what did I hear you say you had two number one songs in Japan? Yes, two number one albums in Japan for R&B on iTunes. Uh, and like they were distributing me in stores and all that with because they still were big on CDs uh, a few years back. So like stores all over the place, like fucking like billboards and 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 storefront ads and everything. So it just goes to show like it's crazy just how international things work and how you could just be just a normal person somewhere else. But then you could be a superstar in another country. Man, that's that's what's up. That's hot, man. So uh, I want you to talk a little bit about your album, uh, the album title, and the meaning of your album cover art. For sure, for sure. So I mean, the cover art is just super dope. Like the cover art in and of itself just tells a story. Eden in itself, like this is my debut U.S. album, and I wanted to showcase that in some way, shape, or form. So. The name Eden just is like almost like the beginning, like the Garden of Eden, like where man started. So this is where my career started. It's almost like God is giving me his blessing, like as a way of saying, like welcoming Matt B, ushering him with his blessing into the U.S. market. And then like we had to reflect that in the cover art. So the cover art is like almost a reflection of the Garden of Eden, but also a reflection of just the beauty of nature, because I feel like nature is probably one of the most beautiful things that you could ever see. And that music is a reflection of that. So my so me tending to that garden in the cover art is almost like me tending and welcoming and ushering my music and watching it grow and blossom here in the U.S. market with the light just shining down on me from the most high, like as a way of saying, like, yeah, you know, this is this is my boy right here. Like, mm -hmm. like you feel me and he's going to do his thing. So I feel like we interpreted that really well and that you can see it in the cover art and just in the title. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. And, and I hear on this album, uh, you work with some pretty dope producers. Uh, who are those producers? Man. <laughs> Brian Michael Cox, which is like, I mean, this man has like nine Grammys, which is just insane. Every time I say it, it just blows my mind 
just to even think that that somebody like that who is just R&B royalty would 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 be in the studio with me, produce for me exclusively because these weren't records that he just pitched to me. Like these are records that are homegrown. We was in the studio, we was vibing together, and we was putting it together as as one collective unit. Uh, Tricky Stewart, who also is just a, a Grammy Award winning producer, and he produced like Single Ladies and Umbrella for Rihanna, Single Ladies for Beyonce. So it's just an honor to have somebody like that on my album along with the AP factor and he's super dope. He's had placements with people like Aaliyah, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, we, we star studded in this, <laughs> like we star studded when it comes to the producers, when it comes to the mix engineers, um, the mix engineer, he also is Grammy award winning along with some of the, some of the writers and shout out to Mark bird and God level production. Cause they did, they thing on it too. So we stacked to the hill. Absolutely, man. Hey, that's that's a big feat. Brian Michael Cox, his name rings bells, you know, across the R&B, you know, everything R&B, man. So uh, what is what is one of those first songs that you're pushing on this album? Well, first of all, let me start by saying that's why I'm rocking this T-shirt. And I don't know if it's showing up backwards for y'all, but that says Matt B said R&B is not dead. Like, you feel me? Because I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I'm holding it down, not only for myself, but for my city and for my genre. So that's very important to me. And that is what I'm showcasing in this album. So one of the singles that we push in would be Bad Vibes and the other one would be I Spoiled You. And I feel like we're swinging in two different directions, like we're, we're trying to be as versatile as possible, especially for me as an artist. I don't want people to just think that I'm just doing traditional R&B or that I'm doing like a hip hop R&B fusion. I want people to know, like, I can I can do both. I can I can go one way or I can go the other. I want to just really just get them feel good music vibes. And that's what I feel like I accomplished here in this album. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to check out one of those songs. Let's go ahead and hear Bad Vibes. This is Matt B, Bad Vibes. Whoa, 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 watch out a little bit. I'm coming through shining, I see you all on my Now that you see this ice on my wrist, you trying to be friends. I don't understand what got you so flinched. Is it the web? Yeah, it's the bitch web. Bitch, you wish you were here now. Woo! You act clear, you spazzing out. Woo! I heard you ignore my success. Why you wanna do this? Bullshit. Now! I don't know. Now I'm starting to see what you like. Now I'm starting to see you ain't right. Girl, I see you ain't real I'm understanding the deal And I'm starting to feel Vibe, vibe Look at me now In a Maddie Lambo murking like I'm Rambo Look at me now Taking up like I'm in the bando Look at I see me now. you ain't real I'm understanding the deal And I'm starting to feel Vibe, vibe, vibe You don't wanna see it happening About to win, you hyperventilating I'm laughing in your face my love to taste for victory, cause honestly I know you're getting sick and tired of me On the radio and on the TV You can check Billboard away with me You now Woo! You at the grill, you spazzing now Woo! I heard you ain't know my success 
Why you wanna do this? Ghost Now I don't know Now I'm starting to see what you like Now I'm starting to see you ain't right Girl, I see you ain't real I'm understanding the deal And I'm starting to feel Bye, bye Look at me now In a Maddie Lambo, murky like I'm Rambo Look at me now Taking up like I'm in the bando Look at I see me now. you ain't real I'm understanding the deal And I'm starting to feel Vibes, bad vibes Why you tryna do that? I was tryna boo that now everything has changed, got a little bit of fame And you don't know how to act I'm popping tags I cut off the leeches So gone throw shade, I'm doing great Bye Felicia I see exactly what you're doing My fallback game is the truest I speak, you pay me fluent I can't let you fuck up my heart Don't come around with all them bad vibes Now I'm starting to see what you like now I'm starting to see you ain't right Girl, I see you ain't real I'm understanding the deal And I'm starting to feel Bye, bye Look at me now In a Maddie Lambo, murky like I'm Rambo Look at me now Taking up like I'm in the bando Look at I see me now. you ain't real I'm understanding the deal And I'm starting to feel Vibes, bad vibes Bad Vibes by Matt B, man. A hey, dope track, dope track, man. A hey, this Thank makes you. this interview that much better. Just hearing the hearing the sounds, hear, hearing your tone, man. You 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 definitely are doing your thing, man, for sure. So I want to go ahead and, and, and go back. And as we discussed earlier, you're an international singer. You had two number one albums in Japan. You charted over 30 times internationally on various charts. Can you tell us about your big U.S. debut, how it went after your international success? Well, it's just mind-blowing, bro. Like, we knew that the album was going to do something for show, for show, but, like, it is blowing, blowing me away. Just so far surpassed my expectations of what it could do. It just goes to show, like, I got a really strong fan base all around the world, in particular here in the U.S., because we went number three for my genre being R&B here in the U.S. on iTunes. We also went number 35 overall. And, like, just digest that, bro. Like, you know, this this U.S. market is huge, bro. Yeah. Huge. Absolutely. So the fact that I was able to chart at all, and this is my first time charting here in the U.S., this is my debut U.S. album. Like, that is huge. And I'm so just excited, elated, just it blows my mind just to think about it. And I just want to say thank you to all my fans. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting me all these years and especially for this particular album because this one meant a lot to me and I put my heart and soul into it and y'all are eating it up and I appreciate it. Hey man, that's what's up. You know, can you break down and, and elaborate on the recording process for your listeners? Uh, being in the studio with two legendary pillars in the R&B community, you know, that must be a, a, you know, an amazing experience. Also recording at Southside Studios and Triangle Sound, what was that like? It was nostalgic, bro. Like, 
going into those studios and seeing all the plaques being at Southside, at, at Triangle, at Crossover, it just it was a crazy experience. And to know that I was in the booth with people who had like Alicia Keys was in that booth, bro. Like Usher was in that booth. Like Beyonce was in that booth. Like these are the same spots, bro. I'm sitting, I'm standing in the same spot. Like you feel me? So that was just that just blew my mind. And as far as the creative process went, I mean, I feel like though they were more laid back than what I expected. Those like B Cox and Tricky and all the rest of the producers is like they were there for me. And it really showed because they allowed me to be a part of the creative process. And sometimes, especially people with those type of accolades, they're not really interested in that. They like, bro, you just sing what I tell you to sing and do it the way I tell you to do it. But they weren't like that. It was like, bro, what do you want to do? Like, what sound do you want to bring out? How, how, how you want it to reflect on your album? What do you want to talk about? And all that. And they picked my brain. And then from there, they showed me how it was done. Like, you feel me? Like, they guide, they were guiding me through the creative process, guiding me through the proper way and the proper channels of how to really convey what I wanted to convey on each individual record, which helped me a lot. It helped me to grow a lot as an artist. It helped me to grow a lot as a creative, as a songwriter, as a person. And, like, I will never, ever forget those moments, bro. They, they stick with me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, I mean, you, you brought up the shirt earlier. And, and some people would say that the R&B culture is dying. What, what does your album do to push the culture and movement forward? I feel like it's bridging the gap because the sound is always changing with any type of music, right? And we always trying to keep up with the hottest and the latest and greatest. And I feel like people are on a different wavelength. So R&B might be here and everybody else might be on this wavelength. So we keep missing each other. So I'm trying to bridge that gap, bridge that cre gap creatively, bridge it on the writing side of things, bridge it melodically. And I feel like I really have done that with this album because I'm doing a little bit of the traditional R&B, then I'm doing a little bit of the hip hop R&B fusion. I'm doing a little bit of the more poppy sound. So it's more so just showing who I am, how I'm a, how I'm a diverse artist, how I'm not just sticking to one genre, how I'm genre bending. And I'm bringing in a whole bunch of different sounds and making it sound more eclectic. So I feel like people could really rock with that. There's something on there for everybody, whether you be young or old, and you could just vibe out to it. So it's something that's really going to bridge the generations together and make people be like, you want to know what? Like, you know, R&B is like some cool ass shit. It's not like you don't got to just be a hip hop head and, and, and be doing your thing in the hip hop in the hip hop scene in order for people to rock with you. There's still some cool ass R&B niggas out here and I'm one of them and I'm trying to bring that to the forefront. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, you, you kind of talked about how you, you know, you created your own blueprint uh, in your career, you know, so, so what helped make all that possible? Well, first of all, all praises be to the most high because he's the one that's putting these ideas and these, these crazy notions into my head and allowing me to accomplish a lot of these things. So all praises be to him. And then even on top of that, like I have an amazing team of people. You don't really need a huge team of people in order to get something done. That's something that I learned over the years and they push me to be better. They push me to do better. And it's a collective. So it's a collective effort that all of us are just channeling together. I'm the face of it. But at the end of the day, I got a mountain behind me that's pushing me forward and pushing me into these situations. And I feel like that's the best way of going about it and the best way of moving in order to really get something done in this industry. Because as we all know, like, ain't nobody going to hand you nothing. 
So you got to be a jack of all trades. You got to learn your craft. For me, like, you don't have to know everything, but you have to know a little bit of everything. And if you do, then it's just going to propel you to that next level and keep you humble and keep you grounded. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, I, I want to also ask um, how this journey began. Um, you know, you started in an R&B group with your older brothers called Trend. Um, yeah. So how did how did that come about? And, and how does that different? Uh, how does that differentiate from where you are today as a successful U.S. artist? Well, first off, a shout out to you, DJ Doughboy, because most people get that name wrong. They pronounce it Tri-End or something like that. But you pronounce, hey, hey, hey kudos to you for that, man. That's, that's what's up. But, but yeah, like, from, like me being the youngest, I was always learning from my older brothers. And I was uh, not significantly younger than them. But, I mean, they got me by at least about four or five years. So it's like I was always learning from them. They always had the, the leg up, right, so to speak. So me just taking all that I learned from them and all the experiences that I had, it was more so a culmination of that. And then from there, I was able to just do my own thing. So it was a growing process. It was a learning process. But like we bumped into a lot of people along the way. Like we had an opportunity to do Showtime at the Apollo. We had an opportunity to to uh, to potentially sign record deals with people like DTP or people or Akon's label when his shit was popping. So it's like we we did our thing, but at the end of the day, it was all a learning grooming process for me where then I was able to turn around and be like, you want to know what? What I learned from this is ain't nobody going to hand you nothing. Like you yeah. got to work. Like you feel me? Yes, and then sir. at the end of the day, like I also learned the importance of the importance of ownership. So I knew right then and there, like if I'm going to do this music thing, I got to own my own shit. I can't be giving my shit away and expecting people to, to, to give me something back. So ownership was super important. I started my own label when I signed out in Japan, the name of the label is called Vita records started with the wifey slash manager. And we've been doing our, our thing ever since. So it's like every deal that I've signed as an independent artist has been through my label. So I've, that's some ball shit. Like yeah. I signed myself, you feel me? Yeah. And then from there I'm working on giving my, getting myself forward and getting those deals and not signing directly to the label. So I maintain ownership and power. Man, you you said it best. That's boss shit, man. You know, that's that, that a, a lot of that thinking isn't in the industry nowadays. And, and like you said, you kind of paved your own way with, with a little of the old school knowledge and, and, and bringing in that new school knowledge. So, man, kudos to you for really doing your thing, man. I had to get you on Power 109 Radio to, to definitely talk about your journey. Uh, and 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 let you know that that here on Power One Hundred Nine Radio, you are now in the regular rotation. Hey. So uh, everybody could definitely check out Matt B on Power One Hundred Nine Radio throughout the day. So tell everybody, tell a friend to tell a friend. So before we get out of here, and I want to go to that other single that you were saying, but I gotta ask the question: You in Southside Chicago? Deep dish or thin crust? <laughs> DJ Doughboy, you about to get me murdered out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about to start to go deep dish. Okay, okay. You what about deep beggars? Dish. You don't know beggars? Beggars with the extra ah, cheese? Uh-uh. Ah, 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 uh-uh. Giordano's. Okay. Uh, maybe may, hey, if we go in thin crust though, I'm gonna go with Italian fiesta. Okay. That's what I'm gonna go with. Okay. I'm not sure if you've eaten there before, man, but if you eat it at Italian Fiesta, man, that might make you a thin crust pizza lover. Oh but other than that, right. bro, it's deep dish, bro. I'm sorry. Okay. It's deep what dish. What about what about Jewtown Pol- Maxwell Street Polish or Italian B? 
Oh, you. <laughs> you hit me with some hard ones. Hold on, man. Uh, I'm going Italian beef, bro. Oh, okay. I'm going Italian beef. Ooh, okay. I'm going Italian beef. That shit just hit a little different, bro. Yeah, that yeah. hit a little different. Plus, sometimes I don't I like like them, them too many cooked onions, man. Yeah, that'd be messing my stomach up. So I'm gonna go with that Italian beef. Okay, what about old school? I'll say the old Evergreen Plaza or Forest City Mall. So hold on, are we comparing the old Evergreen Plaza to the old old Forest City Forest City Mall? Yep, we're gonna go old school both of them. Bro, I pull, bro, I pull some holes at, at at Forest City, bro. Forest I'm gonna have City to go. <laughs> so that was actually my first job ever. Was in Forest City Mall. I, I worked in Underground Wheels. It was on hey! the first floor. That was my first job ever. So shout out Forest City. Shout out Evergreen Plaza, man. Shout out Matt B. Matt B. We, you got this next single, man. Go ahead and talk about it real quick. I spoiled you. So it's a song about love, but then it's also a song about heartache. Because sometimes you have someone there where you really rock it with them hard and you may have given them too much too soon and they don't appreciate it. You're underappreciated because of it. And you start feeling some type of way like like maybe I spoiled you. Maybe I maybe I gave you too much too fast. And that's what this record is about. I think that a lot of people can relate to it, both young and old. And it's just a vibe, bro. And it's that straight R&B pop fusion. Like, I think people really rock with it. That's what's happening. So, Matt, before we get into the track, man, let everybody know, let all the listeners know where they can find your music, where they can find your social media. Let them know about all that. Well, I go by the name of Matt B. And you can follow me at Matt B. World. That's M-A-T-T-B World. And that's across Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Facebook. You can also go to my website, www.mattbworld.com. Get into some of this merch because we do have merch out and definitely, definitely continue to stream or check out my album. Eden is still going crazy right now in the U.S. And uh, it's just a vibe. Get into it. That's what's happening, Matt, man. We, we're glad to have you on here. And I got one more question for you. So here at Power 109 Radio, Blazing Promotions in conjunction with Peak Dispensary, here in Colorado, we throw the biggest 420 event in the nation. Is it something I can get in contact with your management about? Maybe discuss you coming out to Denver to, to co-host or to host one of those events? Bro, bro, stay less, bro. That's Say what I'm less. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Well, it's your boy DJ Doughboy here on Power 109 Radio. We're going to get into this track. I spoiled you by Matt B. Matt B, thanks for coming out. We in. Let's go. Oh 
Just for you. Power 109 Radio. 